these guys have leveled up, and they have leveled to level two. So they are all now second level. That's right, second level. Um, and in second level, they have all been given various benefits and things like that, um, which I've done off stream with them. However, what I do want to do on stream with them are the hit point rolls, because I always think this is important. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of the center area picture, if I can. Because I'm going to maximize this window. There we go. I'm going to maximize the window, and I'm going to, uh, so that the stream can see as we begin to do the dice rolling. Because um, these guys are going to roll live and in person. So the way that the uh, hit points work, um, as you guys know, is that you're going to roll um, your hit die, which is different for each class, and you're going to add your constitution modifier to it. That is going to be your new maximum hit point total. So we're going to start with Pi, um, and uh, I'm going to double check and make sure your oh, uh, your hit die is, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, 1d10. So you are going to roll a 10-sided die and add your constitution modifier to it, Pi. That's going okay. to be your new maximum hit points. So here, here we go. We go Chat, Chat can we get out. some love? <sighs> Chat, can we get some love? Can we get some, some top hit points? Hit point totals right. for Pi. Drum roll, please. Some drum rolls, you know what I'm saying? D10. D10 plus your modifier. Okay, my con modifier is, is, is you know, squat. So that's great. Oh, okay. Here that's fine. Go. They're just 10. <laughs> Cross your fingers. I got a three! Yay! All right. So it is three Terrible. plus your con modifier. Four, so that you add that to your maximum it, level. It's all three. Um, it's three. And <laughs> so that means your total maximum hit points are now what? Uh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. What did you say? Sorry? I asked you for your max, your hit point total now. So your maximum hit points are what now? Uh, how do, do I, so I just add the three to, to the 10 I had before. Yeah. Did you have maximum 10? You probably did, right? You had 10 before. Yeah. Now they're, uh, 13. 13. All the right. best number in the world. <laughs> that's a great number. It's what better than one. It is, Uncle Elias points out it's better than one. And it is better true. than one. Say that's true. Okay. Uh, second, of course, we have our half-orc barbarian. Um, the barbarians roll um, 10d6 for their hit points. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, that's not true. That's only Conan. Wait, um, no, let's go with that. They roll 1d12 <laughs> plus your constitution modifier. Right. So as I've not done my original level, do you want me to do this twice? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so yes. So what you should do then um, is, well, actually, I want to double check. Uh, Celsig and uh, Lupus, I gave you guys maximum hit points at first level or not? Did I? Uh, I had max, yeah. Okay. So then just do your maximum for, so 12, and then you're going to roll your hit die for your second level, Mike. Roll 1d12. And do you see that plus. on roll 20? There's a there's a die, because this is this is new to Mike too, so we're we're getting Mike into roll 20 as well. Um, on the left side, you'll see a little d20-sided die. There's a little Oh, I see. Bar. There's a button to do it. Yeah. And if you click on I'm it. I'm just going to type it in. Or you could do, well, you could also do that. No, 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 no. If there's a button for it, I'm happy Listen, with Listen, if you're uh, an odd DOS guy and you want to, if you want to create like extended memory, <laughs> like format C, that's fine. If you want to. <laughs> so 1d12. Plus your con modifier. Okay, so that's a five I plus think I've your rolled. con. There we are. You did. There's a con modifier, which is plus two. So seven. seven. So that means you have a total yes. of 19 hit points now at your maximum. Yeah. All right. Now that brings okay. us on to Celsig. Celsig, who yes. gets, uh, he rolls 1d2. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, <laughs> not quite as impressive, 1D2. though. Your hit points are actually, they're 1d8, so it's not terrible. So you're going to roll an eight sided die plus your con modifier. And I'm poisoned. No, I got an eight. <laughs> wow, check you out. All right, eight plus. You need it. Is this what they're telling you? you yes. Oh, God, yes. That takes me up to 16. Okay, and you need it. You're my shield. Your con modifier was zero? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 16 HP, meaning, meaning that the rogue somehow has more hit points than the Dragonborn <laughs> Paladin. That's an interesting <laughs> interesting arrangement. All right. Um, and then last but certainly not least, uh, Lupus. And for you, I can't believe I'm calling you Lupus. It's a terrible <laughs> disease. Um, it's Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> for you, Cordo, <laughs> Arthur Cordo III. No, I'll call you Arthur. Uh, for you, Arthur. Uh, your hit dice are... 1d6. Uh, 1d6, yes, plus your cons. So go ahead and roll Which that. Is two. Okay, so I'm going to die. Let's go 1d6 plus two. Roll it. That's not bad. That's right in the middle. Five. So five added to what you have before is... Uh, 14. 14. Okay, so I just want to point out that everyone has more hit points than Pi. I just I just yeah. want to point that <laughs> so out. 
Does this mean now that our uh, our our halfling rogue character is our tank? <laughs> no, Aura. Well, when you meet him, Aura Ash will be your tank. The truth is, though, even though he has more hit points, remember that hit points are kind of an abstract thing. In that they often refer to your ability to dodge attacks and be lot as affected by attacks. So you could sit there and get pummeled if they if if Celsic took a shot that you would normally take, he would be annihilated. It's just that he doesn't take the full blow like you would take it. So. Um, Justice does not need hit points to stay alive. Justice has the light of righteousness. And Sharian's correct that that paladins have a much higher AC and stuff like that. So I was just expecting Pi to turn around and say, "Where is the justice in that? (laughs) Where is the justice? Tell me what's going on." Okay, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, They are in Tribor. I'm going to introduce them to this, and I'm going to bring the players over to this map where they will now see the map of Tribor in front of them. There's a new map! There's a new map, and wow. I'm going to show sorcery. you the new map as well. There we go, what folks. What map sorcery be this? It is Tribor, and let me uh, actually see if I can uh, increase the size. There we go, so people can see a little bit clearer on stream. So there we go. There is Tribor, and uh, gentlemen, are you prepared? Because if so, we are going to get underway. Is this the town? Aye, glory awaits. <laughs> is this the town what? Is this the town we were in before? It is not, but you actually started your adventure in this town and then went to the village of Merton, which is where all the stuff happened in Temple of the Nightbringers. Yeah. So this is uh, actually... So we're not going to be returning to Martin. So you've returned... Uh, no, um, you because you've already... This uh, this jumps you forward a little bit. So you've returned, you've oh. gotten your credit, you've gotten your experience, you've trained up a little bit, you've we've laughed, you've cried. Uh, well, see, the thing is, the pig might have been not, might have been getting consumed by things already. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what... Yeah, unfortunately. There was that big party feast that we kind of sne- snuck around. Lot of bacon. Lot of bacon. Um, so. God, I love bacon. Lot of bacon. <laughs> you waking for some bacon? So we are now oh, here, boy, and you guys, um, you guys yeah. are currently sitting in, uh, an inn called the Tribor Arms, and I'm going to show you guys exactly where that is. That that I've just pinged, that little green circle that you guys saw, that is the Tribor yeah. Arms, um, and that is where you guys are sitting as we begin. Where are the legs? Um, the, <laughs> I, I can't, I don't know. Um, this is the Tribor Torso. <laughs> that's another establishment, don't <laughs> yeah. worry about that. <laughs> that that's that's that? advanced D&D, okay? You know, you guys don't get the whole thing. Um, very advanced D&D, if you know I'm what I mean. in the inn with a giant, horrific, and quite obviously fake curly moustache on because reasons. Because reasons, <laughs> exactly. Hey, ask me about them if you want to know. Then, yeah, this is a role-playing game, I'm not telling. So, Put in your stash as well with your top hat. Exactly. So uh, you guys have got gold jingling in your purse as you're drinking ale at the Tribor Arms. Good ale, good company, but some are complaining about the music. Um, oh, speaking of the music, I should unmute the... Uh, there we go, a little mountain tavern going on there. Um, so uh, the bard is singing about St. Cuthbert again, just like every other bard in Tribor singing about blessed St. Cuthbert. You've heard the story about a dozen times now, how St. Cuthbert single-handedly killed three enormous boars, how he founded the town of Tribor as a haven for travelers in the north, how he saved many lives, and so on and so forth. I'm fed up with St. Cuthbert, mutters someone at the table next to you, in general agreement. St. Cuthbert's day is in two weeks. The celebration involves an assembly of the whole town at St. Cuthbert's memorial, followed by some dull speeches, and then the election. After that, everyone will seemingly forget about St. Cuthbert for another year. You've seen slogans around town, uh, make Tribor great again, um, you know, uh, St. Saint, Saint Cuthbert uh, is for us, feel the Cuthbert, you know, there's, been a, there's been a lot of that going on. You drain your tankard as a rather foppish young man enters the tavern. He comes to your table and gives a short, stiff bow. Friends, you've been summoned by the Lord Protector. Please, follow me. And stares at you. I hate to ask this question, but what the heck does foppish mean? Uh, foppish is um, aristocratic uh, and sort of trying too hard, like um, wearing clothes that are a little bit too fabulous. You know what I mean? Um, sort of like, I love this particular wear. It's the sort of thing I've been wearing for the last six months. Last month's was, of course, so outdated. <laughs> oh, so he's a, he's a pompous idiot. Yes. Mm. Well, I'd I'd like to say to them, it's like, we're not really going, we're enjoying our ales and our gold in our pockets. We'd like to know more about this Lord Protector. 
I'm sorry. You mean you don't understand who the Lord Protector is? The person who is in charge of Tribor? The one for whom all great blessings must rain down, at least assuming she wins the election? And someone says, you got that right, buddy. And some people are like, ha ha ha. And they kind of punch each other. And the guy sort of <laughs> looks, kind of tries to ignore them and sniffs. It's like, like kind of <laughs> Anyway, the Lord How does this Lord Protector know of us? I've never Lord, met no Lord Protector. The Lord Protector has heard of your doings in Merton and is interested in taking some of your skills to her use. I believe you'll find it worth your while to attend me. However, if you do not wish to, well, other arrangements can be made. And uh, does this and snaps uh, her his fingers and you see behind him these two, like, business end guards sort of, like, step forward, you know, like, no sunglasses, but they've got the sort of same approach with uh, halberds. One of them folds his arm with his halberd crossed across his chest and they just stare at you. You may say no sunglasses, but I'm imagining them with sunglasses and earpieces, <laughs> nonetheless. Definitely, definitely, yes. yes. That was kind of the idea. But Jimmy the Fish Bobby well, the Squirrel. Well, Selsig, Selsig, I mean, it may seem prudent to take them up on their offer purely because you, my friend, probably still have a bit of a debt you need to settle and probably need all the income you can find. Shh! <laughs> <laughs> Don't blab it! <laughs> Why do you think I'm here? What? Your debt? <laughs> Are you talking about your debt? And a couple of people look <laughs> over. Oi, this one's got some debt. I I like debt. What do you mean debt? She's my wife, not Deb. You fool. She said debt. And so they're all like, you know, yelling at each other. So there's some there's some arguments starting to happen, and the guy, of course, is just sort of looking at you, starting to tap his foot. Now, now, let's not be hasty. I never said no. I just wanted to know how our names came up in conversation. That was all. Being prudent. Apparently, the Lord Protector felt that you were worth her time. Why she believed this is beyond my understanding, but I do not pretend to know the more deep thinkings of my superiors. I simply follow their orders. I suggest you follow mine so that I don't need to get these gentlemen, and sort of, you know, jerks a head over his shoulder, um, to seal the deal. Believe me, you'll find this worth your while. I vote well, we go you said with the it. magic words. And, uh, I've already counted the money in my head. Okay, Justice uh, Ura. Just, yeah, Justice. Well, Urash is not there yet. Um, oh, all right. Uh, but Justice uh, is there. So, uh, so Justice, uh, you're still standing there or sitting, I assume. Uh, well, don't hold out your hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will take. I'll take but but a moment to, to, to converse with Dan about what he feels about this particular Lord Protector. Okay. I do... It, I, I am very interested in this offer, but I don't appreciate being bullied around. But if there's a chance to smite some heathens, I may just have to take them up on it. And he says, he looks at you and says, Oh, sir, please think of it as an honor escort, worthy of your uh, great worth. And he says worth with the tone that normally is reserved for outhouse, you know, like a great worth type of thing. Um, and uh, sort of looks down and then uh, turns on his heel um, and uh, starts walking out. And uh, as he walks by, one of them says, Oi, don't get your pantaloons dirty. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing. And he's like, filthy peasant. And walks on, uh, you know, walks out of the uh, the tavern. Uh, and the two guards are still looking at the three of you as, I presume, you stand up and follow? Well, mm -hmm. gentlemen, shall we? He's right, you know, nothing gets dirt out of a pantaloon. <laughs> um, and so he, he pretends to, you know, ignore uh, the remark as best he can. And you guys, uh, and you guys exit. So, uh, the, uh, the person takes you to, um, the, uh, Lord Protector's Tower, and I'll show you guys where that is. It's not actually all that far from the Tribor Arms. I should say, by the way, that Tribor is a, uh, not a huge, but a relatively decently sized town, which has a very, uh, buffling, 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 bustling. Buffaloing. Bustling, uh, buffaloes too. But it has a bustling center of commerce, which is known as Market Square. Um, but there's lots and lots of taverns. There's like at least 25 taverns and inns. And so you guys are all right with that, right? I mean, there's there's some, there's, some <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a fair amount of that. Um, but there's also the Lord, uh, the Tower of the Lord Protector, which is right over here, just to the north of Market Square. Um, and it's a uh, tidy four-story building, which actually overlooks the Market Square. And your escort brings you up um, and shows you into this rather lavishly furnished office, bows again, and leaves. 
And seated behind an enormous desk, you recognize, actually, even though you didn't know who the Lord Protector was, you've definitely seen this person about town. Um, and this uh, person uh, rises. She looks weary with a thin, lined face and graying hair. Um, she's a human, and uh, as you come in, she says, Welcome. I am Cordelia Oldfield. Uh, please, if you would have a seat. Um, now, you do happen to know, uh, though you didn't know exactly about all the details, that um, that the Lord Protector is elected uh, to this office on a yearly basis um, and uh, is elected always on St. Cuthbert's Day. So this essentially is the elected official of the town who points to these three chairs uh, that are in front of her. <clears throat> all right, I will take a seat. I will put it in my inventory. And... <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so you just throw it into your backpack. It's great. She kind of gives you an odd look because it doesn't how really much, fit. How much does the uh, the seat weigh? <laughs> it's a very light seat. Uh, probably a good, you know, eight to ten pounds. And as you pick it up, she sort of gives you an odd look. And, and then she says, um, I, I, I was considering you might want to sit in the seat, sir. I don't mind him. He's a little bit mentally disturbed. Let's take a seat, Celsius, and he'll follow suit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you guys all sit down, um, except for Pi, who's still holding the chair. I don't know if, except for Justice, I should say. I don't know if it's, Justice also. It's in my, it's in my inventory. I just wrote it down on my character okay. sheet. It's in my inventory now. So you just, you continue to stand. It's a camping chair, exactly. Um, <laughs> it is, it is now. That's exactly right. Um, so she says, uh, so thank you for coming. He says, I, I heard about your recent exploits in the village of Merton, and I, I thought you might be able to help me. There have recently been some strange reports from the farms around town. Livestock turning up dead, women and children missing, and... And as she says this, she sort of uh, kind of lowers her voice and uh, sort of looks at you um, and almost kind of leans close to you and says, There are people who claim to see a gray man wandering the fields at night. Um... And uh, she sort of looks at you as if expecting you to go, Gray man? What? I've... Um, but says uh, what a gray man is. Um... I put my hand up. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Are you behind it? I ask because uh, you've heard about Melton, right? <laughs> am, I, am I behind it? Oh, do you I mean... would like to take this moment to uh, smack Darksaber's character in the back of the head. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Hopefully his mustache doesn't fall off, or if it does, he's able to quickly grab it and put it back on. <laughs> um, and uh, she sort of looks at you and says, I, I don't quite follow what you mean. I, I am hiring you to find out more. Uh, in any case, I wouldn't normally pay attention to such things. You must understand that as the Lord Protector, I get all sorts of ridiculous stories across my desk. But the election is in two weeks, and uh, these reports are starting to cause quite a stir, if you understand what I mean. And uh, she sort of sits up straight and she says, and looks at you and says, uh, the last thing I need is a uh, October surprise, if you follow what I mean. Um, here is my offer. Fifty gold pieces per person, if you can clear this mystery up. She sort of looks to I all of you. I would like to ask um, Cordelia Oldfield when the last uh, witnessing of the Grey Man was reported. Ah, that's an interesting question. Um, well, the problem is that the last time that we heard about the Grey Man was perhaps only a night or two ago, but there have been rumors about it all over town. Um, I do, however, have one lead, and that is that I know that there is a crop farmer, a man named Dorn Stonewood, who has land to the, to the east of town, his wife and baby went missing several nights ago, and he's moved into the Six Windows Inn for the time being. He claims that he knows some more information about creatures like this, including the Grey Man. And it's not just the Grey Man, it's these other strange things that are occurring. Somehow they're all tied together, but blast if I can figure out how the connections work. And I don't have time to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. I am too busy attempting to ready myself to lead my people for another year. And you sort of look over and see that there's just, like, piles of papers on the desk behind. You see parchment like, uh, you know, vote old field, she's the bold field, you know, things like this. Um, you know, uh, and, and Cordelia is not kind of mealy-mouthed, uh, things like that. You think maybe her PR needs some work. Um, but in any <laughs> case, uh, and she's got pictures of her, sort of drawings of her sort of smiling, you know, sort of looking and that sort of thing. Um, so you hey, look, Justice, more, pa more, more piles of paper you can burn. <laughs> so she says what, what do you say I, I could really use your help 
I would uh, well, I'd like to take a moment to ask Ms. Oldfield, Lady Oldfield, if you will, uh, what her positions on the current political agenda are as to whether or not we would necessarily want Ms. Oldfield to be elected. Well, I believe that we currently face a difficulty where many people who have lots and lots of... And as she begins to speak, you notice she's slipping into a different kind of accent. She says, many farmers, billionaire farmers and millionaires have problems that need to be addressed. We must defeat the 1%, and the only way to do that is by getting money out of politics. And that's why I, and then all of a sudden, you feel like she's hunching over, her hair seems to be getting whiter, and she seems to be like, now there seems to be spittle, like flecked out of her mouth as she points at you repeatedly, and she wags her finger several times. And then you guys sort of blink, and you see her sort of back smiling at you. And, and that's what I believe. Sounds like a huge case. <laughs> I lean over to Arthur. Did you see that? <laughs> well, okay, so, so, Celestine, Justice. Um, we're, we're at an advantage here, so she was actually able to give us a lead, thus uh, enabling us to, um, I guess, uh, have a head start of this case before we even have accepted it for the 50 gold pieces each. So knowing that we do have a good lead, that is with Dawn Sturwood, the one whose wife and baby went missing and is currently at the Six Widows Inn, we do have a place to start, a possible witness. And um, I, I personally would like to take her up on her offer. I agree, but I would like an advance. After all, investigations can run up unexpected expenses if you catch my drift. Good point. Good point. So, and you say this out loud for her to hear, or just to... Yes. Okay. Yes. So she so she looks at you and she says, yes, I'm quite understandable, but uh, unfortunately, uh, the way reimbursements work uh, is that one must actually perform uh, the task and then be reimbursed for it. Um, otherwise, I could be accused of trying to influence the election, and you must understand the books need to be balanced. We certainly wouldn't want any ties to um, other places, um, foreign governments, if, uh, for example, the town right down the street, Busha, if my uh, opponent, uh, Brump, were to uh, be found to have had ties to that place, I could use that against him. Similarly, if it was discovered that I was using my power and influence to affect the election here, well, certain problems could exist. So I, I must keep everything above board, I, I'm, I'm afraid. It can only come after the payment. But uh, I am happy to lend you all assistance that I possibly can um, through safe escort and um, making sure the guards don't bother you and things of this sort. Hmm. Well then, my lady, I say we do it. <laughs> say that to us first, Justice. <laughs> Excellent, well, then, she says. It's so wonderful. Look, I, I am personally on the side of justice, but because we do have one member of the party that raised a very valid point, I believe we should leave the final deciding factor up to Selsig who did have the concern about whether or not we receive an advance. And she, she jumps in and says, I'm so glad to hear that you approve of justice. <laughs> I too approve of justice. As a concept, as a value, it is extremely important to support justice. And I think without justice, there can be no peace. And she kind of nods at you and, and sort of grins and, and kind of you know looks at all of you. And um, yeah. There is much truth to this. And since justice is here in your presence, which Wait, I'll have where? And she looks around, where? Justice, where? Where is... Here. Any, any, I, any I, time, Silk. I, I, Justice. How would it sword in air? This is Dan. It's my sword. Well, on the one hand, I ain't too thrilled about doing another job on our own dime. On the other, other hand, I'm not particularly keen on annoying the Lord Protector of a town. I've been there before, it ain't pretty. So I guess, against my better judgment and my wallet, we're going to have to do it. It'll be worth it, friend. That 50 gold pieces will make quite a weight in your pocket when all is said and done. And, of course, the weight of justice being done. And she looks and she smiles, uh, beams beatifically down at, uh, at justice. Can justice keep the chair? He does seem rather attached to it. I... I suppose he, if if he wishes, I can give you the advance of a of a chair. She kind of has this confused Thank look you, on her face. So, um, I never let you I shall think of you again. every moment <laughs> I spend sitting upon this lovely seat. 
I have to say, by the way, that um, I do want to point out that um, the chair as such is going to be extremely bulky. You can, if you wish, break down the chair into its constituent parts and place it into your bag. You can do this if you wish. I do have a question. I do have a question. How many gold pieces did we pick up from the last mission? Because I was not there, and I want to make sure it's in my inventory. Oh, um, that's a good question. Does somebody have a note on it? If not, I'll try to find it. Also, what in God's name just happened to your Skype avatar, uh, Pi? Sorry, I just. <laughs> that's that's not a new thing. That's been there for a while. I have got. I mean, I have got all two rubies that I um, could do with pawning, which would give us some party cash as well. Two. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just uh, I thought it would be, you know, nice to get a different avatar, so I just made it Popeye the Sailor Scout. It's it's not that difficult. <laughs> just ignore it. It's not it's not canon. <laughs> I just I, I'm just letting you know that if that's the new outfit that you're dressing in, you know you, <laughs> Alright, Dan, go forward. What are you, like some bizarre combination of Miss Marvel and the cheerleader from... Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Alright, so, uh, yes. Yeah. So as far as money is concerned, um, you've actually been able to uh, pawn those gems since then, and you actually have some, some decent amount of money that sort of came out of this. Um, once you got all of it together, you discovered essentially that... Uh, this is also part in the box that, that stabbed you in the finger and poisoned you, by the way. But in the end, you <laughs> discovered that um, each of you uh, ended up having, and this is including Pyron, so each of the three of you, have, um, sadly not you, Arash, because you weren't there, but 100 gold pieces each. Um, and also, uh, those two rubies were worth 100 gold pieces each as well. Plus I got two for myself. <laughs> those were the two. Oh. That was four. I pocketed two. And then oh, then I, I'm two. sorry. The total value is 200, so it's, so it's 50 <laughs> each then, not 100 per. <laughs> I forgot about your sleight of hand first. Um, yeah, Popeye the Sailor Moon. <laughs> Popeye the Sailor Scout. Okay. So, all right. So, um, so, do you wish to break down the chair, or are you actually leaving the chair? Or I just want to make sure I know what's going on with the chair. Uh, here's the question. If, how, if, if I take the chair apart, can I put the chair back together? I, I mean, you have no idea until you take it apart. Just put the chair back, Justice. Just put I'm the not chair putting chair it back. back. I'm keeping it with me. All right? <laughs> I'm not doing it. You can. I don't care. I don't care how odd this might be. I know. I know. The We're only reason the you're chair. doing this. The only reason you're doing this justice. If we end up in a battle and you disagree with what we want to do, you're gonna pull out the chair and just say, "Fine, I'm gonna sit right here and do nothing." <laughs> <laughs> don't give him ideas. <laughs> I have this image more like. Chair. I have this more image that you're gonna sit down <laughs> and then when it's required for you to fight, you stand up and go, "All rise, justice presiding," and just walk over <laughs> and just like you know. <laughs> Well, like you I'm stand up and then have to put the chair away. Together. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anyway, so are you taking the chair with you or not, Pi? Yes. Okay. So, um, are you going to try to break it down? No. Okay. So you walk out with the with the chair. Now, I have to say, are you going to like? Yeah. Is that what, what Saber is doing? Is right. You're like holding it in front of you. So, are you going to strap it onto your back? Like, I just want yes. to make sure I know. Okay. So he straps it onto his back. Please, somebody, in the name of God, give me fan fiction of a dragonborn. Oh, no. I'm not even going to look at that picture again, Jedi. You should be ashamed. Someone with a chair um, strapped to their somebody back. Please, somebody please give me a picture of a person with a chair strapped to their back. This, this, is, this is needed right now. Um, I warn the rest of you, although it is upon my back, do not attempt to sit in it. <laughs> Yes, uh, looking I'm specifically at you, Selsig. I'd, I'd like to say to Selsig, I'd like to say to Selsig on our way out of this office, is like, whatever you do, make sure he stays behind us. I cannot stand to look at that man in his chair anymore. I was kind of planning on chairly a man anymore. Last time. <laughs> all right, so you guys... Strap um, it to your butt, so all you have to do is fall back to sit in it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so, be a you, so you guys exit the Tower of the Lord Protector. Now, from this point forward, you guys have somewhat free reign because what you have to do is sort of get to the bottom of what is going on. And to do that, you've got a lot of places around here that you can actually discover. You see, if you take a look at that map, that you've got the aforementioned six windows in. You've also got the Market Square, where a lot of stuff happens. As I told you, it's kind of the center of the town in a lot of ways. You've got uh, St. Cuthbert's Memorial. You've got the Shrine of Timora, which is kind of like a church area, um, a church uh, place. Uh, a church. Not even a church place. Just a church. The reason I say place is that there's some other churches nearby it. So there's basically a lot of stuff that you could explore theoretically, so it's up to you in terms of where you guys want to go um, and what you'd like to do. 
I'm in favour of doing a bit of resupplying before we do anything else, because we don't know what we might stumble accidentally, happily into. I I respectfully disagree, Sausage, because ha, ha, we I want to talk to the guy at the six uh, windows in first to see what we're up against to know what we're actually going to spend our money stocking up on. I would be. I point down the street supplying. to the market square, which is literally half a street away, and go. The market's right there. It is actually right in front Here's of the, the question. <laughs> Here's yep. the question for our very uh, height uh, missing rogue person here does uh does do you do you count resupplying in buying new items or in just picking pockets uh, which would you be more okay with the one that isn't illegal <laughs> then shopping it shall be Uh, so, so let, let me get this straight. Your plan, Selsing, is to want to go to the market and potentially shoplift based on Justice's advice. Nobody well, said shoplifted. Justice said shoplifted. I okay. made no such but, insinuation, and I resent that. Okay, but we're restocking <laughs> on something when we don't even know the details of the mission at hand. Okay, let's say, let's say you restock you, it if, off. If you wish, the two of us could go to the market. Now keep an eye on our little sticky finger dude here. And the, t the other you could go check out uh, the, the guy at the inn, and then we will meet back at, say, high noon. And, and you'll have another chair on your back, most likely. <laughs> well, I have to now, because you said something. Is that possible, Greg, for us to split up? Uh, oh, I mean, listen, splitting the party, as many Dungeons & Dragons players will know, is always such a highly, highly recommended thing to do. So many things work out in your favor when you split the party and reduce your potential power collectively. Look, it's not entirely possible. No, it, 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 in all seriousness, you can if you wish, yes. You can if you wish, for sure. Out character, I'm only really after to resupply my oil, but, <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay, so... If it's on the way, if the market is on the way to the six windows in, and all you need to do is restock your oil, then we'll go there quickly, restock your oil, and then move on to the inn and ask the questions. Do you think it would be inappropriate for me to ask what happened to the seventh window? <laughs> at the six windows in? I just looked <laughs> blankly at Justice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, now that we left the chairless tower, Pie Man. <laughs> the taxpayers are paying for this, you know. I realize. That. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Let's go to the let's go to the market and pick up oil for Celsi. Okay, yeah, I'm so, not. I, I'm not going to do shenanigans. All right. So the market square for this. First of all, let's get uh, let's get rid of our mountain tavern music, and instead, I give you the medieval town. Should I unmute the music? Oh yeah. I mean, if you want to hear some cool stuff. Okay. Where's my music volume and... slider? There we go. How do I? Oh, Love here it. it is. All right. So, um, lovely. So here we go. Um, so you guys um, enter the square. Now the market square is always very, very busy. It's always bustling. There are stalls set up, people calling out, um, you know, uh, wares, whether it's fruit or weapons or, uh, chairs. you know, chairs, <laughs> like anything you could possibly want, furniture related or otherwise, um, often can be found in the market square. Um, and uh, as you are sort of around there, you see lots of people sort of, you know, uh, passing you by, sort of pushing around and getting past you. Um, and uh, as you're sort of moving through the crowded market square, um, you suddenly run into a problem. I would like uh, each of you, uh, except for Rush, to make a dexterity uh, check for me, please. So you're going to okay. roll. You're going to roll a twenty-sided die. And you're I do going have a question. To add your dexterity. Uh, Give me one second. You're going to add your sorry. dexterity modifier to it, and then tell me what that number is. Yes, bye. I have a question. Uh, what ha whatever happened to Dawn? What's your face? Uh, the uh, the ranger. Uh, she yeah. went. She went with Fleos and with Pyron to try to help find this wolf pack. She she had my dagger, and I need to know if. No, it... you got that back. She gave it back to you okay. before doing that. Yeah. Right. I I just wanted. To, I knew this would happen. Trouble? Is, run into trouble? How much does a dagger weigh? Okay, good night, Arnaski. Um, I don't have this horrible feeling I'm about to lose my gold. Probably, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the weight would be. Uh, a couple pounds at most um, would not be heavy. 
I'll put it like, I'd like, I'd like one. Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. Do I have to worry about being over, over encumbered and unable to run? Only if you're doing stuff that's crit. Like I'll tell you right now, if you try to get into a into a tight space, I'm going to be bringing up the fact that you have a large chair strapped to your back. Um, but uh, but under other it's circumstances, it's generally a problem. Yes, it's generally a problem. Um, but uh, well, you seat the way it is is no. Uh, but I will I will tell you about that if need be. Um, but other than that, encumbrance comes about when you try to do something. Like for example, when you guys were talking about Celsig wanted to loot that big onyx statue in the temple, which was like you know seven feet tall and. 500 pounds no that's that's not going to happen so it's basically a common sense sort of i just need to make sure if i need to worry about my uh carrying capacity no i think you're okay for right now um I, when you start getting larger things i will start taking account of it but you do want to mark down what you have so um all right so where are we yes so anyway uh we are uh you were in the area so dexterity check what did i get from people i got nine got nine <sighs> I have to ask you how to roll dexterity. So I'm that's so a, sorry. That's a twenty. It's okay. So sorry. You're rolling a twenty-sided die, and you're going to add your dexterity modifier. You know how to do the roll in roll twenty, right? The top, okay. the, yeah. the left side is the die. There. I add your modifier before roll before yeah. changing. All right. Thank you. Yeah, quit I just stooling. Know that stalling. Yeah, cute. cute. <laughs> really well done. Stop Can't being an armchair stooling. quarterback. Okay. Um, so, as Celsig is um, moving, he, you suddenly see, Celsig, um, you don't just see a stall of oil. You see the stall of oil. Like, every conceivable oil, you know? Like, from top to bottom, you see this stand. There's, like, larger vials, smaller vials. There looks like there might be a vat of oil. And you see above um, odd words, uh, astonishing oils and ujiments, uh, ujiments. And uh, you sort of see it, and you're like, wow. And you're so amazed that you start almost being drawn towards it, like, oh, right? <laughs> and then you feel yourself bang into something. Um, Urash, um, you have uh, got your um, cart that you're standing next to when suddenly a halfling plows into the side of your cart and knocks it over, and apples pour out all over the ground. <laughs> Oh, not again. Halfman, watch where you're going. Uh, sorry? <laughs> it's the third time someone's I, I, done this today. I, I pick the card. Um, <laughs> I look behind me to see how my two loyal party members have kept up with me. <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> I was more fascinated with the fact that you were drawn to, like, the 20-gallon tub of lube. <laughs> 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 I didn't want to say anything, but that's the first thing that I thought of when you were talking about that. You'll, you'll ha I, I, tur I turned to, to Ura because I was almost immediately behind Darksaber wondering what he was looking at. I turned to him and I said, you'll have to excuse my friend. He seems to be completely enchanted by all the oils. You see, we're on our way to the Six Windows Inn when he wanted to make a quick stop-off to stock up on his oil. Yes, and obviously... yes, yes, enough of that. At least you can do is buy some apples from me so I can get out of this godforsaken cursed town. I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> I start piling apples back onto the cart because there's a lot of apples and I don't want to be here any longer than I have to. Uh, so I'm now basically just scooping apples up with my arms. There's like rocks and small animals in there as well, but I'm just throwing them back onto the cart. <laughs> Uh, you notice, by the way, that um, that uh, this is a big, big guy. Um, he looks to be um, orcish in descent, probably half orcish, but he's a big dude. Um, he's bigger than you, actually, Justice. Um, and as he's sort of taking armfuls of these apples and other various assorted things and dumping them into the cart, <laughs> um, you notice that he seems to be doing so with relative ease. Like, it's just like, oh, f 50 apples, no problem. 30 apples, no problem. Multiple skulls of mysterious animals, no problem. You know, he's just, he's just dumping them in the cart with no difficulty at all. I would like to ask, how much for them all? <laughs> <laughs> it's the least It's the least we could do. I thought you were going to offer your chair. Day. Is it, does it cost a chair? <laughs> so did I, so did I. We haven't even been paid for our mission yet, and you're offering to pay him everything we've got for apples. I didn't say I'll everything you, we've got. Man. I asked how much they would be. I didn't say I was going to necessarily buy them all yet. Why don't you trade your chair for some of them? No. All I want is My what chair. I was promised: thirty-five gold pieces. That was the price we paid. That was the price we agreed on. 
that lecherous little... Oh, he abandoned me and gave me this. And I motioned towards the now slightly broken cart because you, you get the impression I've been sort of trundling it around a little bit because the wheels look a bit knackered and like the handles are a bit squashed where I've been holding it. And now there's like a dozen or so squashed apples on top of it yep. and everything just looks a bit... Yeah. All right. I so hate what... to ask this question, Oliver, but I completely was not paying attention when you're talking about money. Um, how much money did <laughs> fifty gold per pieces get. per person is what the so we got. We got fifty per person. That means if I spend you don't have it yet, though. I want to point out you do not oh. have it. You don't have it in your possession. Okay, you want to spend a lot of money without asking a question. I want to know who this lecherous person is. He just mentioned he is owed thirty-five gold pieces. You guys were overly rude to this this random gentleman. And now we have to pay the price, quite literally. While everyone's distracted, I tried to sneak an apple off the cart. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even. I don't even think I noticed. I, 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 know, I noticed this and decided to strategically place my position between the two of them so that he doesn't see Selsig at the same time as I nudge Selsig, and I nudge Justice and say, "Well, can I please interrupt here and ask a question? To whom are you referring? This lecherous individual who owes you thirty-five gold pieces, and why?" Hi. So, a few nights ago, I came into town. I'm looking for work and glory and wondrous items of gold. A small halfling, similar to you there, halfman, asked me to be his bodyguard as he went about his nightly duties. I was with him, basically, all night. And then when the night had passed and he'd done whatever he needed to do, I didn't ask too many questions, he ran off told me he was an apple seller and said he was leaving town. But I could keep the cart. And now I'm penniless, I have no food, I have no provisions, and I need to get out of this cursed town immediately. Well, technically you do have food because you have apples. <laughs> I look at I look at Justice really confused. You can't eat apples, it's a plan. <laughs> it's not made of meat. You're selling inedible apples. I see the issue. I look okay. quite clear. Ura, okay. I'll, I'll, like, I would like. Uh... I would like to make. I would like to make a deal with Ura, Ura Ash. But first, I would like to whisper to Justice and Selsig first. It's like, he's an extremely tough guy. He has a lot of strength and can obviously carry a lot of items. Possibly Pi's chair for him. But <laughs> nobody takes the chair. But. Just... Okay. I don't want, we don't have any money to give him now. Well, technically we do, but I don't want to give him money now because I want to see exactly if he's <laughs> worth it. I'm whispering to you already. Yeah, you're whispering. Sure. You're whispering. <laughs> I'm still, it's so, just a reaction. Money. I'm just, I see, why don't I we see promise you guys him. have sort of gone off. I'm like going, apples, sell apples, you, you there, buy an apple, you, buy me You notice buy he's not being very successful. Like, he, you know, so he's standing there and everyone else is like, what for sale? What's he's like, apple, buy, buy apple, this, you, apple, you, <laughs> you want an apple? Buy this apple. Buy this apple. Give Sorry. me some gold. On, on you go. I uh, think we found some worse negotiation than us. Yeah, go ahead. I think we can cut him in. I think we can cut him in on our deal. I think we can we can give him a cut of our money. Now we need to decide whether or not we try and deceive him by saying that we are about to embark on a journey for X amount of gold, which is actually smaller than what we're receiving, or we be honest with him and split it in precisely four ways rather than three ways. Are you saying you would rather have a rather large man who we don't know anything about who is attempting to throw apples at people in hopes they throw money back to join our party for no cost at all and if we succeed we get gold and we can trust him it's a foolproof plan <laughs> i know we're we kidding justice he's not gonna be the least confident person in the team <laughs> <laughs> was there high-fiving back then in this era <laughs> was there high-fiving in this era sure high forearming <laughs> Do you do you doubt my particular abilities? Do I do we do we I need said, to prove? I just I said, it's hard yeah. to take seriously a man with a chair currently strapped to his back. I'm just saying. Bring up the chair one more time, and I will break it upon your face. <laughs> fifty per person. Okay, so so as Sharon pointed out, okay, that's a recap. It's fifty per person. Now, if we split that then four ways, now let me just pull out my abacus here. Maybe <laughs> we should. Ask him we, if he's even interested first. She did well, say yeah, we would be reimbursed. She didn't say anything about us not being able to bring in who we need, which means she would also be, by her own word, having to reimburse him, which means Ooh. we should, in theory, 
get the same share. I have this image of you guys bringing back 500 people with you. Like, we got it! You're like, say, 15 per pocket. Just bankrupts the town. Like, you know. That would be $3 million. It's, it's like hosting the Olympics. It's like, well, I remember once we were a great town. And then, sorry. And it puts we'll all... in her in the position of having to tell someone who is quite a bit bigger than you, Justice, that he can't have his rightful share. Well, we already have four. There's you, you, me, Dan. That would be at least five ways we'd have to split it then. Okay, so are we all yeah. in agreement that we are going to consider bringing him on our party? If we are, then we might as well bridge the One idea. Stipulation. Well, yes. what does before he do we, before, we him in, before we bring him in, I would like to test his metal in an arm wrestling competition. Yes. Okay. Really? <laughs> I would really? like to know what, what sort of abilities he could possibly bring. Well, you've already got a chair you can sit down at. <laughs> Might as well do Arthur, it. Arthur, Arthur, bet you a gold it, he wins. Let's, if you guys okay. want to do that, you can go talk to him. I mean, it's, I'm still, I'm still like, please okay. go, just okay, okay, buy so, my apples, please. Uh, so, okay, I will, I will turn around. Okay, so I, I will turn around to um to Ura, and say, uh. My, my friends and I have agreed that um, to, to let you in on a, on a quest that we are about to embark on that uh, we are actually going to be reimbursed for. And uh, we would like you to join our party. We see you as a valuable asset to our party. And at the same time, you may be handsomely rewarded for the work you do for us. Now, I know you're a bit on edge because the last time this happened, you got royally screwed and had to sell apples. But... There's three of us here, and to prove, and to prove that we are honest people, I, b <laughs> I would like you to have an arm wrestling contest. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> you, know, you notice, by the way, as this discussion happens, there's a couple of people in the market who are starting to, you know, kind of look in your direction, kind of interested, not, not annoyed, just sort of looking curiously. <laughs> So I took my let me get this straight. <laughs> let me get this straight, colorfully dressed gentleman. Basically, you don't have any money now, and do you know what are you? What is your, what is your quest? What are you doing? We are. We have been paid. We can't give away too much information, but we have been hired by a very powerful person to solve the mystery of the Gray Man. Which you probably mm. no doubt have heard if you've been in this town the last few days. The, if you help us solve the mystery. Yeah, yes. this, this is true, by the way, Urash, that you have heard some people whispering about uh, this, this thing popping up. You don't know any specifics yet. You haven't been paying that much attention. You've been too worried about apples. But you have heard some disturbances in the market about it. It's one of the and reasons that the small lecherous halfling asked me to guard him during his night watch. Yep, exactly. Well, then it's your opportunity to get back. And find get to the bottom of this, and you may find this lecherous halfling throughout the quest. If it has something, if he has something to do with the gray man, then you may find it within your best interest to join us on this pursuit and get to the bottom of this. So it may help you in the long run too. We have not been paid yet, but we will get paid if we are successful. So anything you can add to our party would be greatly appreciated and beneficial. We are down a, so. a big lad since our last guy ran off to do something with a wolf. I never really was clear on the details. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's not go too far the details. It's kind of weird. <laughs> also, I was poisoned. <laughs> I look between the three gentlemen in front of me. Gentlemen kind of strong. Almost, almost, almost gauging them up. So I look back at, uh, back at Arthur. So, no gold now. Adventure, potentially rid the town of a nameless evil, would you say? Yes. Mm. I have no food with me. That's my one condition. I need feeding. But you <laughs> I apple? point at the apples and just open my mouth and then just Ugh. sigh. <laughs> have you ever eaten an apple? It's a plant. You don't eat plants. God, what are you people I going on about? I hear the food is great at the Six Windows Inn. <laughs> then you have we are on deal. our way there. I'll be with you until your quest is ended. If I'm stuck with another fruit cart, I will hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned an arm wrestling contest. I accept your challenge. 
I sweep. I sweep just all as of the leaps forward, presumably. And I start yelling. Ah, wrestle! Okay. All right. So you do that, well, and people start to well, gather around you, sort of with interest. Okay. I will dramatically so, spin the chair off of the off of my back, <laughs> place it next to the cart, and sit down, ready. To before begin. we start, that before we start, roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to call out to everyone in the marketplace. I'll call out everyone, ladies and gentlemen of this fair town. You're about to witness something amazing. Our newest friend Urash here has been challenged by our quest member Justice for an arm wrestle. Everyone, if you would like to direct your bets to my bookie, Mr. Selsig over here. <laughs> direct your bets to our bookie here. Who will win? So, and the winner takes... Oh, no, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so you do that, and so immediately you hear dead silence. Like, so everyone stops for a minute, and they kind of look in your direction. And then you hear what sounds like kind of a sighing sound. And, and looking up, you see at the fourth level of the tower, which again is right next to the market, you see the Lord <laughs> Protector looking down at you with this confused expression on her face. Um, and then everything sort of starts up again and some people start to gather around, uh, around you, Selsig, and you start, they start I, giving uh, you, uh, you know, sheets, taking back sheets. Could, could, could we quickly wave at the Lord Protector as she's looking down upon us? <laughs> She, and she uh, kind do of I like, actually have to know how betting does, works for this? Because I give her a thumbs up. <laughs> right. We know and what we're doing. Real quick. Do, you, do you know her? Kind of. Uh, uh, Does anyone truly know just, the Lord Protector? Really? Who can say that? Well, I, we know her well enough that we have her Wise chair. Wise words, Hoffman. So. Wise words. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, so um, you do that, uh, and you you sort of so you you and people start to gather around you, Selsig. You begin to start taking a bunch of um, a bunch of uh, betting slips and things like that, and uh, you you start making change because people give you these betting slips, but you know they give you like they like sort of throw different coins at you. You start throwing coins back. It becomes very confusing um, in terms of who's got what. At one point, you've got like what looks like sort of a sack filled of money, which is sort of partly your money, partly everyone else's money. Um, you know, you've got like a like a bunch. So you're like sitting there with a the sack. There's like a bunch of papers loose. Some of them are blowing off into the crowd and things like this. And everyone's just kind of like you know staring. And the, and you hear people sort of waiting. And now now the crowd is starting to get like the energy is starting to get like ramped up as uh, as Justice is waiting there and Orash is there as well. Um, so, are you, uh, assuming you are ready, um, Orash and Justice, the way this is going to Aye. work are, it is going to be some opposed strength checks. So, um, you are going to start, uh, Orash, um, and, uh, you will roll a <laughs> 20, you'll add your strength modifier to it on roll 20. Hmm? Are we ready? Are we ready for this? Da, 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 nice. 19. 19, all right. So you start out, okay? Uh, Justice, you do the same thing. You're rolling a 20-sided, adding your strength right. bonus. Here we go. Are you all ready to watch this majesticness happen right now? <laughs> yes. What is it, my strength bonus? Come on. With your strength bonus. Come on, you mighty okay. metal man. Here we go. <laughs> By the power of Grayskull! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so you're like... You're like, oh, and it's like, it's like, um, it's not quite the scene from The Fly where the guy breaks the arm across the table, you know, um, one of the most disturbing scenes ever done in any movie. But no, um, it's not quite that Jeff bad. But you're like, so you're like, oh, oh, and so Orash has got you now at like basically a third of the way over. All right, second check. So now second check. Um, Orash has the advantage on you. Not actual advantage in dice terms, but the advantage on you. So right. now both of you uh, strength checks again. Exact so same D20 thing. Plus same strength. thing. All right. Here we go. A ten. All right. Okay. I shall close my eyes. Wow. Oh, so you're like you like you like summon the power of your god. You're like and you like go back up. Urash, you were amazed. The power of the justice and paladins. Yeah, I mean, I bring you. You oh, see God. the surprise in my face. Yeah, that no, someone it's someone with as, as little dexterity because they're wearing so much metal on their body is able to lever my arm back. Yeah, so you're back up to normal. Okay, another check, guys. 
So you're like, oh, oh, you know, sweat beginning to bead on both of your faces. And and people around there are starting to... Celsic, people start throwing more betting slips at you. You hear the names Justice and Urash, but you don't really know what that means because they're just yelling them at you randomly. Um, you know, people are in the back now. Okay, here's mine. Oh. 22. Oh. Okay. Ooh, it's yeah. a half orc. Sharon, it's a half orc barbarian, not a Goliath barbarian. Yes, half orc barbarian. Oh, oh, oh so you guys are like, oh, oh, oh. You start to you start to hear the Star Trek Epic. combat music. In fact, I should get the music up there. Alright. Uh fight we've had so far. Let's get some music here. Creaks, there's creaks and cracks on the cart underneath where we are. That's exactly right. The cart <laughs> slides back. Somewhere you see uh, someone is uh, crunching on an apple um, as they watch <laughs> you. There's there's more and more things going around. You hear people like you know like high fiving each other. Um, and by the way, chat, I want to say that this is a good chance for you guys to get involved. Also, I think you should start placing some bets on who you think has got this covered. Gebly puts three gold in the barbarian, so let's uh, let's Come do on, it up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, uh, next round, gentlemen. Okay, here we go. Whoa, this is tense. Thirteen. Okay. Oh. So, so again, Urash, drawing upon your ancestors, you're like, and you know, uh, justice. You feel justice um, waning uh, slightly as you feel your. You're like, ah, ow, ah, and people start to yell, and you hear people like, you hear the slow chant of, oh, rah, oh, rah. Oh, rough. And some people are yelling at each other, uh, sort of, you know, arguing with each other. Now there's a good crowd, at least 50 people or so. A lot of the market is ground to a halt. People are all gathering around you. Um, okay, uh, next one. Okay, here goes. Ten. Before I make my roll, I would like to say <laughs> to a challenge, to the challenge, challenger, challenger, which is... You're the challenger. This is a yeah. well map battle, regardless of who wins <laughs> Oh, Jedi, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Are we best friends now? <laughs> I hope that just I hope this doesn't yeah, get yeah. muted this part of the VOD, but I have to play this part. 13. For those of you listening on the stream. <laughs> oh god. Alright, that's as much as I can do without it getting muted. I love it. I love 13. it. That's awesome. Okay, so Alright, so you have a, a uh, so you have a thirteen you had a ten, you have a thirteen, so you manage to pull yourself like arr, arr, like pull yourself back up and, and now people are starting to chant the name of justice. And so there's this Oh Rosh Justice, Oh Rosh Justice coming from alternate sides. You see some guards starting to wander over with interest, right? Um people are starting to get more and more excited. Alright, on you go. <laughs> Okay, here goes. Oh! Oh, oh Orash! Oh, oh, oh. Orash, oh, suddenly! You sort of slip a little bit on a soft <laughs> apple. You sort of like, huh, uh. Go ahead. Oh, oh my god, what?! <laughs> you both critically failed?! How is that even possible?! Well, they both that, lost an arm. So yeah, you both, you guys both do this. Uh, from under both of them. So what happens is Urash is like, just Urash, is like this. He's like, whoa, but then like, but then Justice is like, whoa, uh, you know. So now people are like confused. Now they're like, oh, you hear someone yell out, "Apple!" I put five on the apple. Like Chelsea, you see people like throwing them at you. I take uh, my bet. Um, all right, next round. We do have to have a couple of people win a couple in a row here. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see okay. if we get here. There goes. There goes. Only matter of time. Nine, not great. Seven. Ah. Well. Okay. Not by much. Nine and seven. Okay, so you manage yep. to slightly like you start to bear him back down. Uh, justice, you feel again. Justice, the light of justice seems to be failing you. Um, you must fight back. The light of justice never fails a paladin. Okay. Let's see if that's true. With your next throw. Okay, my character's my character's got a real real sort of workout going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweat on. The, you see the yeah, muscles are beaded. You know, the sweat is beaded on the muscles. Veins the... bulging out of his forehead. That yep. sort of thing. I'm properly grit like gritting my underbite. That sort of stuff. Hey, Deroyne, what's okay, up, man? 
16. All right. Nice. Like, big money, big money, big money. Hug. Oh, oh my god, oh my gosh. He pulls it back to center. He will not yield. Every time you think you have a Mirage, he goes right back up to the middle. At this point now, you've got a lot of people, and there's loud chants like, ah, 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 and then you say in the background, you hear, you hear like, um, someone in the background starts to play like a horn, and it sounds like, uh, you know, like, da, 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 and people are jumping around. Every ballot's like, written about this day. You know? Selsig uh, at this point is pretty much almost buried underneath a shower of coins and paper. Like you can just see his hand, like trying to reach over the top of it. Right. Um, all right. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead again. He's just like no refunds, no refunds. All better final. <laughs> oh, all right. Here goes. Seven. Oh, midway. That's halfway. Ten. Oh, Ten. Ten. Oh, now, now justice right, has the it. upper hand. Literally, yeah. it pushes you back over. <laughs> now you feel like justice. Now the chants start to get louder, and you hear Dragonborn, Dragonborn, Dragonborn. <laughs> right? Um, and then you hear. So, then you hear one person's back. I always said dragons were better than orcs. Shut up, you. You, you hear like this little <laughs> a fist fight breaks out back in the crowd somewhere. Um, At this point, I try to slip away into the crowd. <laughs> well, you'd like to With do that, but you're buried gold. under about 600 <laughs> coins. So right now, you can't. You don't have a sack. You have a pile, is what you have. Yeah, do a deception um, check. Yeah, I mean. Um, all right, another one, guys. Let's see what we have. All right, here goes. Oh, seven, seven again. Oh, come on. I have to hand it to you. This is getting interesting. <laughs> Very nice. I see what you did there. Oh, so Justice, now Justice has Urash, your hand is just inches from defeat. You're just like, right, like, oh, oh, and everyone's like, the, the crowd gets loud. All of a sudden, Celsic people are screaming at you and like ripping coins out of your hands, throwing other coins at you, giving you papers. <laughs> people are sort of cheering in the streets. In the distance, a baby cries. A woman's like, ah, like there's just the random sounds, like a raven calls as it flies over the crowd. Um, it's the most glorious day in tribal history. <laughs> Um, can you whisper me for a sec? Uh, the better way to do it, Renzo, would be to send me a Twitch PM, because if you whisper me, it'll show up on chat. So, yeah. Uh, alright, here we go. Chat, can Urash survive, or will justice prevail? What do you think, chat? Is this about justice or this Urash? Who will win this titanic struggle? I just want rid of these goddamn apples. These apples have been the bane of my existence for three days. Okay, here goes. Against the giant metal man with a chair on his back. <laughs> oh, oh, 21. Oh, 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 man. Oh, not enough. Not enough. He holds himself up. He's like, oh, he pulls it back up to like two thirds. He's like, I'm still in the. No, Justice still has the advantage over you. He still has the advantage, but you have avoided destruction. Um, so uh, the apple will win. Yeah. Um, all right, here we go. So, uh, one more time, guys. Urash is slightly recovered, but he's still in the disadvantaged stages position. Here we go. 18. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's too, he's like, oh, no, he will not be resisted. He still holds back at this point. You see, yeah, I was just going to say that. You hear the, the chair is beginning to creak alarmingly. And you see that the, the uh, cart actually is kind of like, you hear this like along the side and people at this point are like delirious like people are like cheering screaming jumping up and down um this you know is not the best show you have ever seen in your entire life ladies and gentlemen <laughs> they're all high-fiving each other Celsig at this point can't just even be seen one of just, us to go super saiyan you just see Celsig's hand leg. don't just... go to the market you said there'll be trouble you said uh all right go We're ahead finished, uh, yeah. go ahead guys go ahead the cart loses right, yeah the cart is there the loser go. Oh, nine. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, so Justice has you down again within one one spot of destruction. Can you channel your ancestors? Can you channel your barbarian heritage? Everything you see is a sweat pouring over and mixed with surprise. Justice's serene, zen-like, dragonborn paladin-style face. Dan sitting behind him as you await. The noise is overwhelming. All right. Here we go. Okay, this happens. is it. It's now or never. I let out a low, <laughs> guttural growl as I'm staring directly at this metal giant in front of me. And I... Roll a seven. <laughs> oh, no. You're like... Hah! Oh, yeah! and with justice, drops yeah! him down. 
sh- a huge yep, shower of apples goes up all over the crowd. People are like, like slow-mo. Apples hit people in the face. Everyone's just like, <laughs> a great roar goes out. Half the crowd, you see people ripping like, you know, papers and everything and throwing them in the air. Other people cheering. Some people like smack you on the back, uh, Justice. Urash, people are like, I knew you couldn't trust a half-orc. Celsig, you actually can't feel anything because you're buried under more coins. Now everyone <laughs> grabs some of the coins from you. It's absolute chaos. Just like complete chaos. Okay. Um, In the midst of the chaos, to try and calm everyone down, because I have a plan here. I have a hand plan here, so... Ladies and gentlemen, for you are equally blessed. I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing you to a man sired by knights. A man who can trace his lineage back beyond Charlemagne. I first met him on a mountain nearby, praying to God asking his forgiveness for the sacred blood split by his sword next he amazed me still further when we saved a featherless beauty from the would-be ravishing of dreadful turkish uncle i tell you ladies and gentlemen you have come here to witness the gallant exploits of an honorable man and our new friend uro ash we are about to engage nay embark on an amazing perilous quest for you the community i ask you support us be with us and be behind us so you deliver you deliver this speech you deliver this speech (laughs) and so you hear this one person next to you do the (laughs) you know like this the slow (laughs) clap and everyone else who would have been amazed by that speech were so loud as they're beating each other up, they heard absolutely zero. They're all like right around each other. But the one person next to you was like, that's amazing. Where do I see more? Who is this Urash you speak of? And you see it's just a human, like a regular human with a farmer, uh, like just a tunic, you know? Um, And it's kind of like, I would love to meet this Urash and join and travel with you. Right? Still clapping. I was kind of hoping that we would be able to sell our party and actually take some donations here. So, um, when, when all is said and done, um, you uh, finally find that uh, the music sort of dies down, um, and uh, almost, almost as quickly as it came, you might say, and uh, as you guys sort of look around yourself, you are stunned to find that, Celsig, you are uh, lying on the ground with um, a few spare bits of paper and a few coins here and there uh, scattered on your person. Um, and uh, Urash, uh, you are pulling yourself um, from where you landed face down in the apples. Um, and you're looking up, and there's uh, there's Justice sort of smiling uh, and nodding and waving at the now completely abandoned and dissipated crowd, while the one uh, human in front of you is like, still clapping the same way that they did before um, okay, in front I, of you. I put my hand out to Justice, and I'm just like, yes, okay, I'll follow you. I would accept and say welcome to the team. 